You're listening to That Park Live Podcast. From attraction deep dives to resort rundowns to cast member chats, they're here to help you live that park life. Here they are now. Beth and Gray. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to That Park Life Podcast. We're happy to be back with you again this week. I have often dreamed of a far-off place where a hero's welcome would be waiting for me. Take it away, Greg. Where the crowds would cheer when they see my face and a voice keeps saying, this is where I'm meant to be. Oh, my gosh. That was really good, Greg. Wow. I've been working. I've been, I did a lot of vocal exercises while we were off last week. Listen, I've decided that's my new favorite part of Happily Ever After. Welcome to the club. So if, if you hear me singing that, um, when, when I'm there, just mind your business. Um, (laughs) because I'm going to be doing me. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to sing it right into your ear too. I can't wait. Oh my goodness. Well, yeah, we're going to see. Anyway, we're back. We're going to see Happily Ever After together coming up in like a little less than a month at this point. are we going to cry together and laugh together? It'll and be sing like together. Jungle Cruise. <laughs> um, <laughs> laugh together, cry together, maybe uh, swim. So yeah, um, we have that on the on the horizon. We were just talking about mm-hmm. it on our bonus uh, Pat Chat episode about how we're doing the dessert party um, one night while you're here, and we're excited to check we're that be out. Sipping on some scissorp and Ooh. eating some desserts. Hello, what a night! <laughs> I got to I got to check the menu to make what sure scissorp is there. <laughs> Um, also, I am starting to track the weather now because that's how I'm like, we're close enough where like I'm going to track three the weather. weeks out. It's not accurate. I don't care. <laughs> I'm tracking the weather. I'm trying to see like, are we getting hotter? Are we getting cooler? Are we getting hotter? Are we getting cooler? So if anyone else wants to just throw a prayer up that it's cooler on the week that I go, like I always do, mm-hmm. I would be grateful for that. Christy, I'm, I'm talking to you. <laughs> well, this week right now here in the Orlando area, it's actually only in the seventies. It's been, it's I know, wild. I saw that. It's wonderful. I mean, it rained, oh, well, but it, it's great. It's in the um, getting back down into the 30s at night here, so we're all over the place. Everyone's getting sick. There's pollen everywhere. It's it's nuts. Oh my gosh! So I got to work this morning, and we had the AC on all Mm. last week. So I got to the office this morning, and it was 58 degrees in the office. Hello. I was like, um, I turned the heat on because (laughs) it was 58 when I walked in, and I'm freezing. So, Yikes. Well, let's anyway. jump back to Happily Ever After for a moment. So yeah, um, we'll, we'll see it together shortly. But as we all know, the official return performance of Happily Ever After uh, happened last week. So I had the distinct pleasure and honor and privilege to uh, see it during the cast member preview a few weeks ago, a month ago, whatever that was now. And I got to uh, hang out with the mousets a little bit, which was a fun time. And we were really surprised because, as you know, it, it was going to be crowded. We knew it was going to be crowded. But mm-hmm. um, the fireworks started at 9, and we didn't get to the hub area until after 8. It was like maybe 8.05-ish, something like that. And there was all this room there. It, the the um, the ground had been taped, but they weren't strictly enforcing it. I'm in no way encouraging mm-hmm. anyone to not obey the, the tapings, but just know that at this particular time, they weren't. So a couple things going on here. One, we I feel like we lucked out, and um, we got a great, a great spot. Um, in terms of distance and angle to the castle and whatnot. So you never know is what I'm getting at. You should at least try to get up there. And um, a, a bigger, more broad pro tip for you all is that as you approach the start time for firework shows, all of the walkways that are kept open in the hub, eventually they allow to be filled in. So yeah. we've done like the lingering thing around the ice cream parlor around like, let's just say the fireworks are at nine, around like eight, 
45-ish. That's when you start going on the prowl, on the hunt, to see yeah, when like, go, 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 you can go. see them. And then as soon as they start letting people in that middle aisle down Main Street mm-hmm. towards the hub, that's when we would get in. And unfortunately for everyone that's been waiting there, we're getting the same, if not better spot than everyone that lined up early. But I don't play the, I don't make the rules. I just play the game. So here we are. So just just know that that's still a thing that happens. It's not what we did for this particular night, but just know that it's that it's a thing that you can do. It's really great, especially if you have other things to do. You don't want to camp out for an hour and a half. Yeah. Um, and that's how it's going to be for a little bit as, you know, guests are coming in. This is their first, potentially their first time seeing Happily Ever After, or it's their first time seeing it once it's back and people like Post-COVID. it. So it's a popular show. Yeah. So a quick shout out to Bree, by the way. Thanks for saying hello. Uh, yeah. That's living the Diz Brie life. If you've, if anyone out there follows her on Instagram, if not, Brie, I'm really it. jealous that I didn't get to meet you, but you know, maybe next time. So, okay, so that was a little bit of Magic Kingdom stuff. Um, it was hot, by the way. I was sweating. Uh, by the way, I bring it. Did mm. I mention this? I bring a sweat rag now to me with me to the parks. Um, Good for you. It's really great. <laughs> Can I tell you? I know, I know. I can't tell if you're making fun of me or not. But I, You're like, I bring a do-rag now. No, get out of here. <laughs> so, I mean, maybe I can make it a do-rag. But uh, it's really helpful because otherwise I feel like I'm using my shirt or like napkins. It's just really, honestly, it's nice to wipe some sweat off. It's just, it's a small yeah. thing that makes me happy. Anyway. Do you have to put sunscreen all the way up there? You got to put sunscreen on your scalp? Well, I wear a hat. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. You do always wear a hat. I'm always wearing a hat for, for better or for worse. Okay. Um, that was Magic Kingdom. I spent some time in Epcot on Friday, and I would like to to share a little bit of that experience because I think it might be helpful to you um, if you're ever trying to do like a park open or even if you're just there to like kind of hang out and soak up a park before it gets crowded. Maybe not even necessarily do rides, which is what I was doing. I went there on a Friday morning. Park opened at 9. I was in the park at about 8.55, 8.50, somewhere in there. Let's just say 10 minutes before park opened. Mm-hmm. Went straight back to uh, World Showcase because I really wanted to get some photos of some of the topiaries back there. Right now, it's Flower Garden Festival, which, by the way, is going on, I think, for another four years or something like that. No, it's another three months or so. It ends in July, July 5th, I want to yeah. say. Um, Still plenty The reel you posted, I was dying. Oh, my gosh. I, for- I forgot about that. Because I was literally like, oh, this is going to be... I didn't. I guess I didn't like process what you said, like Snapchat filters on the thing. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, he's going to like... I don't know what this is going to be. It'll be like pictures of the topiaries. And then I was like, oh, wait. <laughs> it made me laugh really Here's hard. the thing about that, okay? So if you don't know what we're talking about, go to our Instagram account. If you're driving, maybe wait until you're not driving. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it's one of the more recent reels there where it's using Snapchat filters on uh, or at Epcot during Flower and Garden Festival. So the thing about that is, one, I... I, I don't know what I was thinking. I was back somewhere. I think I was back wherever Bell, so it was in France. And uh, I was like, oh, you know what? I bet you since it's a real face, I wonder if Snapchat will pick it up. And it did. Oh, so then I'm, sure did. Then I'm, I'm giggling to myself. Okay, I mean, I, By the way, I'm alone. Okay. I'm going to say a guy in his mid-30s alone in a park just giggling to myself, which is creepy. That's a, that's a series of red flags. So uh, I'm out there laughing to myself. And I was like, you know what? I bet you I can get a couple of these. So like that was my goal. I didn't know that was going to be my goal when I woke up in the morning, but it certainly became my goal. And I just was walking around World Showcase and ever anywhere else where I knew there'd be like a real face on a on a topiary. Yeah. I don't know how it's not like more widely done. Like I don't that. know, and I thought like people doing that because huh. it's hilarious. Though, like I think it was Snow White. Who was it? Snow White that was this face. Yeah, the shook. It's called the shook filter on on Snapchat. I don't even use Snapchat and the tongue, anymore. But the eyes with the tongue. The tongue I mean, oh I was dying. God. I was anyway, like, I can't. I just so can't. I had a, had a great old time doing that, um, walking around capturing those videos, LOLing to myself. But that wasn't my goal for the day. It was really to get some like some nicer, more quality photos of some things. It's a great time of the day to, to do some photos because mm. the sun isn't like, you know, um, 
burning everything out, right? It's uh, some nice dramatic lighting <laughs> in that time of the day. Yeah. Anyway, there's no one in the back. There was no one back there. It's great. I can't more highly recommend World Showcase when the park like just opens. So something to keep in mind, the booths, the booths for booths. any festival aren't open at that point, right? Because you may remember pre-COVID, right. World Showcase always opened up at 11. Future World back then when it was called Future right. World opened at, let's just say, 9. And World Showcase was always 11. That was the thing. But now the whole park opens mm-hmm. at the same time, which, by the way, great. But obviously, just a lot of people the, just are... Just not all the booths. Yes. A lot of the guests from the front of the park are splitting out to go to Test Track, Soren, you know, Mission Space. Obviously, they're doing whatever they need to do with Guardians, still getting the virtual queue. And then if they're going to World Showcase, they're probably going to Frozen Ever After. Yeah. And, and probably don't Ratatouille. The, don't some of the food booths, though, like have breakfast items? Or am I just thinking of like Joffrey's and stuff? I think you're thinking of Joffrey's. Yeah. I don't okay. think any of them have breakfast. There's a brunch station, but I don't think they even serve it during brunch hours. I think that's later to 11 o'clock anyway okay so uh just fyi it's not that crowded it's a great little time a little space to it's a great time and space to capture if you're in the business of taking photos feel free to, to do it there yeah. but that's that's your time i did go on the grand fiesta tour by myself had a little moment i saw that yeah another series of red flags <laughs> grown man by himself enjoying his grand fiesta tour with boats there myself anyone on that ride behind you even <laughs> yeah yeah you know i just i enjoy the ride i'll leave it at that so uh, after that i had lunch and i put lunch in quotes in our notes because i was hungry so and i wanted to get out of there because start at like 10 o'clock it was starting to get too hot for greg so, mm. okay so i went and sat in the um sunshine season area so in the in the land pavilion and at that point i was you know just doing some photo stuff catching up on on some messages and i saw some people walk by um, with like real food coming out of Sunshine Season Grill, which just in case you don't know, is the quick service mm-hmm. there in the land. And on the app and on the sign, it, it advertises an 11 p.m. switch over to lunch. But it was 10.30 and I saw people with food. I was like, huh. So sure enough, I go in there and they're serving food at 10.30, which is very early to eat lunch. But I was all about, I was hungry. So I got my mm-hmm. sweet and sour, no, my chicken stir fry with fried rice. And it was good. It's It's not the first time I've gotten that. Um, I went yeah. there. Um, I put it up for a vote. It was either going to be there or Connections Eatery, and uh, you all voted, um, you know, for me to go over to other uh, land. Well, not by much. Kinda, I was kind of sad for you because I was like, mm, I bet he really wanted Connections. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> I've been slightly, I've slightly adjusted my diet, and I haven't had anything deep fried in a while. And like, uh, at this mm. point, it's been a week and two days, which might not seem like a long time, but it's a long time for Greg. Yeah. And um, had I got had uh, that been the winner, I would have gotten the, uh, the the salad that I get there, and it has fried chicken tenders. But it's good. It's just I would have yeah. broken my streak. I want to try it at some point. So that was my little time in Epcot. Just a public service announcement. Get there early. By the way, that's always going to be the message. PSA. Get there early. It was not crowded. Yeah. Had a great time to yeah. myself. They serve lunch early at Sunshine Season. Save yourself some some pit stains. Something to look <laughs> forward to. Your boy will be running uh, in the in the uh, springtime surprise ten miler oh. on Sunday. Woo. You ready for that? How you feeling about it? Well, you know this is not a brag, okay? But t- I, oh, here I, we go. Humble brag. T- ten Humble miles. Brag. Um, I I'm not worried about it because I typically run longer than that. Like mm-hmm. my longer run of the week is oh, is ten oh, or higher. Mm-hmm. But. And by the way, it took a long time to get to this point, right? Like the fact that a 10 miler, I'm not sweating it out. Although I literally You've will been be working sweating. hard, whatever. I'm so proud of you. Yeah. Anyways. It's been a year and three months, four <laughs> months, everybody. I've been, I've been working very hard, but anyway, yeah. what I'm getting at here is that it's the time of the day you have to wake up that, that makes it a challenge for yeah. me because typically, especially when I'm home and I'm running in the morning before work, like, like most days before work, I, I, the days that I run before work, I'll do like five miles. Like today before work, I ran five miles. No big deal. That's for, that's like mm-hmm. something my body's conditioned to do. However, Waking up at 3 a.m., getting to Epcot by 4, and then waiting almost two hours to run, my body is not conditioned for that. 
because that two hours of time that I'm waiting, I would normally mm-hmm. would have started and finished the run. Yeah. And my body's yeah. expecting food around that time. So that's the challenge. Why is, is it that, so like, why is there such a long wait before start? Before they have starting? to get everyone in and it's just, you, everyone has to be lined up and stuff. And, and you then you have to like stand around for two hours. Well, it depends on what corral you're in. It could be longer. It could be slightly shorter. I'm not going to be in the A corral because my time isn't as fast as a lot of other people. And by the way, it's not, mm-hmm. even though it's a race, it's not a race, right? Yeah. The only race, in the end, the only race is you're with yourself. You're racing yourself. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's your challenge. But anyway. Well, and the balloon ladies in the back because they'll, they'll kick your butt. Yes. Else, but, I, you know. <laughs> that is true. They are there to gently nudge you uh, forward and kick you in the butt. So anyway, I, I'm excited, but I am excited because this will be my first time running in more of Hollywood Studios. So I've done the, a 10K mm. a couple times and run Disney weekends. And uh, that's, you know, the 10K is about five mi- uh, six miles. And uh, this is a little longer, so we have a little longer track. So we get to run through most of Hollywood Studios, including Galaxy's Edge and Toy Story Land, which I think will be yeah. cool. I've been there when the park isn't open, you know, to guests. Mm-hmm. And it's cool to be there in the dark and stuff, but um, I haven't run through it in the dark before it's open, and I'm and Hollywood excited for Stooges. that. Yes, and Epcot, Stooges. and a lot of road, and uh, some bit of World Drive and Buena Vista Avenue. But yeah. looking forward to it. So there's that. What and is the uh, what's the metal look like? Here's the thing: the theme is uh, it's all Pixar stuff. So the ten miler is Toy Story mm-hmm. themed, which is great okay. because I, you know, just like most people. Grew up on Toy Story, right? I remember mm-hmm. I was just thinking about it the other day. I saw the first Toy Story in the movie theater for my 10th birthday. So, like, that yeah. was a part. And it was a big deal to see, like, a computer animated movie at the right. time. Right, right. I remember. Big deal. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, you know, I got We're a little old. bit of nostalgia in there. And the metal is cool. It's got Buzz and Woody on it. Um, Some kid's like, Buzz, like you? you're like, shut up, kid. You don't even know what you're talking about. No, Toy Story 4. <laughs> what are you kidding? By the way, I haven't even seen Toy Story 4. I refuse to watch it. Wow, Greg. Wow. Yes. Um, so, by well, the way. They're doing another one. Oh, they're whatever. like, Toy that was it. They're already going to do another one. Toy Anyways. Story 16. Buzz and, Buzz and Woody have kids. <laughs> um, uh, anyway, listen. Um, their what, kids are marrying each other. Yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's one, it turns into it's like a Brady deep. Bunch. It's gotten real deep. Yes. It's a cheaper by the dozen Toy Story edition. <laughs> Turns into like West Side Story musical. <laughs> yeah, they all start snapping and fighting in the streets. Crazy. Cool. <laughs> Nobody solves a problem like Bo Peep. I want to live in America. I want to be in America. <laughs> okay, anyway, nice. one last thing before we um, jump into our big topic of uh, offering some tips for you all for your character interactions is I forgot to, I forgot to tell you this. So here we oh. are recording and we're gonna we're gonna have a little uh meeting about it i um we have a, an official box now like a mailbox if people what? want to be so kind and generous as to maybe send something our way i we have gotten requests in the past for that and at the time i was like oh we don't really have a box is it a p.o box it's not quite a p.o box because a p.o box is with the post office but it is a physical mailing address that is not my home <laughs> don't stalk me and uh, so, yeah, I'll put the address in our on our website in the description of this we, episode. Who are we pranking with this address? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we're we're trying to pull some type of prank. You're or like, something. it's my friend Lillian and her no. addresses. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, so you know, if if that's something you're in, if that's information you wanted to know and have asked about in the past, the answer now is yes, and we'll put the address in um in this episode's description and i'm sure it'll be on the website anonymous hate mail if you want to (gasps) yes what's this envelope with this white powder coming out of it i don't know fun everyone yes 
Anyway, Gosh, a lot of those people don't even know that reference, Greg, and that makes me sad. <laughs> oh, no, no one's up on our anthrax news, everybody? Google they'll it. Be like, Come on. They'll be like, was he talking about drugs? No, we're talking about anthrax, and if you don't know what we're talking about, you need to look it up. You know what? <laughs> the next time you're sitting there listening to this and you're like, you know what? I haven't written a review on iTunes like they ask me to do every week. I want you to find a way and include, you know what? You think that you listen to Disney podcasts and other talk about Disney? Well, these people talk about anthrax. <laughs> That's what I want the review you're to getting, say. You know what you're getting? World history is what yes. you're getting, okay? American history, really, but whatever. America. America. All right, we're here to offer some tips for character interactions. It's something that we've talked about in the past, kind of here or there. I feel like I've mentioned how my wife, Nicole, is, quote, the character whisperer. Yes, she is. And uh, I remember talking to the D introverts account that I've mentioned a couple times. And I think maybe they had asked about kind of easy ways to to get into a conversation with a character. So the way that I'm looking at these tips is if maybe you're feeling a little shy or not sure where to start, or if you want to make sure it's not a very talkative character interaction, because that's what you want out of it. I think we're going to have tips that will cover all of those bases. So we have uh, 10 tips total. And then I also, um, at the end, because one of the tips is about being prepared, um, I have some examples of things that I brought with me and then also some submissions that we um, we got via Instagram. You know, we, we tend to throw up some questions, throw up, mm-hmm. we tend to throw up, we tend to post some oh, questions on, on Instagram and, you know, we'll share some answers that spark some conversation yeah. with us. So we have that coming your way. I wanted to make sure that you walk away with this with actual, like, things you could say if you wanted to, right? Rather than give you general stuff, I wanted to make sure there's some specific stuff. So we have that coming your way. So I'll kick us off if it's okay. Yeah. Uh, Tip one for our overall tips here, and this is something that I have uh, found in my experience with character meet and greets, and that is characters tend to match your energy. So when Nicole and I go into the character interaction excited, they often bounce back that same energy. Like they can tell that we're excited to see them. So they're going to be excited to see us. And they really don't want to make you uncomfortable. So if you approach them and maybe you're feeling nervous or maybe quiet, they're not going to be like zany and bouncing off the wall because that's not going to match your energy. Um, If anything, they're likely to be gentle if you're coming in maybe kind of quiet because they want you to feel comfortable. And when I say you, I really mean anyone, whether you're an adult or a small Mm -hmm. kid walking into a character interaction, they're going to do what they can to make you feel safe, make you feel like this is a comfortable space, but also like, you know, to make you happy and give you that like little Disney moment. For smaller kids, you'll see, especially like fur characters, they'll do the thing where they cover their eyes and play peekaboo for like a really small kid. And they're like, usually that gets the kid to kind of like, I don't want to say disarm them a little bit, but it takes away their nerves. Cause you know, by the way, yeah. characters are kind of scary for little kids. If you think oh, yeah. about it. Well, a lot of times they'll also kind of get down on their level. Like, yes. you know, they'll like kneel down. So they're kind of like not as tall and like, you know, standing over them, that's yeah. a little bit more scary. It's big, hairy things, you know, <laughs> standing over you. You're sounds, like, what? <laughs> sounds like an ex-girlfriend of mine. So, well, because um, it is scary when you can't, um, like, I think as a child too, right? Like, we're, you're learning, you're reading, like, facial yeah. um, like cues. And when you can't do that on a character, you're like, that's creepy. Like, I can't, I don't know what they're feeling. And that's making me feel uncomfortable. Yes. So, they got to kind of do what they can to make the kids feel they're little or tiny anybody, really they're a little tiny booger producing brains are like can i compute what is this don't know what <laughs> yeah. this is gonna cry 
mom wants a photo. I don't know what's happening. Yes. Like the person I trust is telling me it's okay, but I don't really feel okay. <laughs> Um, so yeah, the, the characters will do things to get you, you know, to, to get the kids to smile. Just like you mentioned, they'll lean down, they'll do like the high five, which is a nice, quick, like easy yeah. way to, to, to build, um, you know, break the ice with yeah. guests, really just some small action to let it, to let you know that you're in good yeah. hands here at Allstate. You're in good hands <laughs> with this, with this character. So the, tip is the really deep voice. I can't even do it. You're in good hands with, you're in good hands. I can't do it. Uh, so overall tip here. Characters will likely match your energy. All right. Tip number two, don't feel pressured to do anything, really. I mean, characters are there to storyline and be entertainment. So basically, you don't have to be. So it's kind of like, don't don't put stress on yourself. Although I'm speaking to the choir here because I feel like I... I'm like totally stressing out. Like if I'm at character dining and they're coming up, I'm like, hey, I got to like not be awkward because... I don't know. I'm like always worried that I'm going to be awkward with them. Mm-hmm. And I pretty much always are but um like i'm telling you don't feel pressure to do anything um it's part of their job like to kind of know how to interact with you but still it's part of the experience right so we'll talk i i do have some concrete examples that i think will help you beth specifically but anyone seriously i was reading them and i was like these are good (laughs) yes so the point is to just and by the way you know you don't have to use them everyone but there's just something Mm -hmm. to get your mind going some thought starters if you will some suggestions to get the ball rolling. So for this, like not feeling pressured thing, really like you're, you're here to have fun too. Right. Mm -hmm. So, and remember they're a part of entertainment. So they're there to entertain. And if you're not sure what to say or do, if you just go up to them and smile, I've had so many face characters. And by the way, if you're wondering face character means not like a big costume, you can see, you can see face, right? That's, (laughs) that's probably as deep as I'll go there. Yeah. You can see face. Okay. So the face characters will often just like talk about you. I've had it where um, mm-hmm. I've had one of them comment, like they'll say something about the shirt that I'm wearing or like a hat or something. Or they'll ask if we're enjoying the scenery. You know, like I think I think it was Anna and Elsa we met in, in California Adventure in Disneyland. And I think they did like the, you know, what do you, what do you think of our palace or something, mm, which is yeah. an easy question to turn on I them. Like, oh my gosh. characters are always much easier. Different. Uh, you I know have what a it hard is? time. I have a hard time with the with the fur. fur okay, we'll talk about yeah. fur characters because I th- I think I ultimately prefer them because I think miming is yeah. funny. But anyway, okay. So okay. the main tip there was don't feel pressured, right? Tip yeah, number I mean, three. Worst case scenario, you just hand them a balloon and say, "Make me a bicycle clown." Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> just kidding. Absolutely, bark orders at them. That's our num- that's number. That's tip number eleven. Oh, I really hope somebody gets that reference. Anyways, tip number three. Some characters don't sign autographs. So this is a little bit of a, of a public service announcement for you so that you're not caught off guard if that's the case and you're dealing with a character who doesn't sign right there in front of you. They're doing live signings. They will often have some pre-signed cards or photos or something to give you um, so that you have the signature of that character. Just I'm telling you this to be prepared because let's say you are with a, a child who was you know, really looking forward to getting that Their signature or something and they wanted to see them do it, they have their pen or whatever ready, the writing utensil. Um, you might have to do a little bit of dancing here and get them hyped up for the little pre-signed document. And it's just the nature of the character because, you know, yeah. Stitch is... it because is, they, like, physically can't? I yeah, mean, I mean, you know, okay. Stitch, I don't think, has an opposable thumb. So mm, yes. he is uh, out of this world, so to speak, and he's always causing mischief, so he might not be able to write for you. So well, you I'm, might get a pre pre about, one. like, Wreck-It Ralph, too. I feel like that might be a tough one. Yeah. But maybe he does. I don't know. I don't know. But I'm just but... trying to think of, like, some of the awkward characters like that. Yes. But... Just be prepared is, is the is the the takeaway here. So some characters don't sign autographs. Just be yeah. prepared for that. 
be prepared. <laughs> doom, 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 doom. All right. Number four, characters. Characters. Oh, that's a new kind. Why is that word so hard today? Did your dentures did slip? <laughs> did I put an L in that I don't know. word? Get the L oh, out I'm of so here. I'm so glad Doug didn't hear this. I'd never hear the end of it. Okay. Characters. We'll sign more than autograph books. Oh, you like, didn't know that. like your chest. So, you pull your shirt so down a little bit. There, I thought about that. I was like, they'll sign your baby. <laughs> um, <laughs> some characters will not sign autographs at all, and others will sign pretty much anything. So things that we've seen pictures of, like they'll sign picture frames, which is kind of nice because then when you get home, you can print out the photo and have the sign frame, and that's really cool too. Mm-hmm. Um, they will sign shirts. Recently, I saw where someone took their like lounge fly backpack backpack it was like a all white and they had like all these different characters sign it and so that was like their backpack at the end of the day oh my gosh what that's a great idea yeah it's a great idea if you just want something that has like everyone's official Mm -hmm. signatures and they took a video of each character signing it so it's kind of cool because you have the proof that they signed it anyways i thought that was a really cool you get content for your insta and then you get a bag when you're done yeah pretty much Um, but it was just like a solid color like leather you know mm. like vegan leather backpack or whatever okay backpack and they just had them sign it that's an interesting point because a a a lounge fly is a good like firm sturdy material whereas like a, a regular backpack let's say it might be like too soft you know what i'm talking about like there's no yeah structure oh, there so it's a great idea uh, i don't have any lounge flies but i feel like that's no. a that's a great idea and then you can wear and it i don't around. think it was like an official lounge fly but you know what i'm you know talking what I mean? yeah, about yeah a small that, like, like stiff yep yeah backpack. and it was all white it was just like a solid color white one so i thought that was kind of cool you know me when it comes to backpacks i love them stiff people know that about <laughs> me that they it's gonna be put on my tomb if Where only they knew about you and your jawstrings <laughs> 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 that's true i'm usually i have a draw you yeah i guess you're calling me out here but yeah i usually have a drawstring you always me. have the drawstring the drawstring i have now is a, like a year and a half old it's starting to starting to show its age <laughs> it's getting tattered i'm gonna have to retire it but it's um oh gosh it's a bit of a brag frame, bag you have to frame it and hang it up on the wall i guess so. <laughs> this is my second tattered one retire it like one. they hang jerseys from <laughs> yes. the rafters and like <laughs> arenas uh, this okay. one I used from 2005 until <laughs> 2008. Sure smells uh, like it. Anyways, okay. number five, Greg. Take number it away. five is use a clickable Sharpie. Now, this has That's come, by one. the way, this was this submitted by a few of you, so thank you. And also mm-hmm. mentioned by some from entertainment, some people I know mm. who recommend it. So I feel like we're getting it from both sides through the guest experience and the cast experience. So a couple of reasons why clickable Sharpie is the way to go. Mm-hmm. Although a normal pen will work, the Sharpie is definitely more consistent. I feel like it it writes more smoothly. You know, the, the tip of the marker is obviously thicker than a, a pen. So in other words, it's easier to read after the fact, and it's easier for really any character to still get their signature and easy. It's also more permanent. It's probably going to last longer. And I think it looks better. I feel like that's, that Sharpie signature, I think, is like easier to see. Yeah. Um, so it looks better overall. The clickable kind is great because there's no opportunity for a lost cap or you having to like fumble like, oh my gosh, I took the cap off and I went or when it dropped on the floor yeah. and I'm going to go get it. Or you're handing the marker over to the character without a cap on it. Maybe they write on themselves, but they can always click it. I've been near character meet and greets before. I wasn't in line or anything, just kind of like checking it out. And you'll see them like click and cl- click and unclick it to be funny to like see if it's actually working <laughs> yeah. and stuff. Um, just, you know, they're always kind of making jokes at it. thing. So clickable Sharpie is good for that. And in terms of writing utensils, again, if all you have is a pen, you do what you need to do. You know, by the way, this just popped into my head. I should just post a photo of this. I have a hat from when I was a kid that I wish still fit me. It's obviously a children's hat, like a ball cap, mm-hmm. but yeah. um, it has a bunch of character signatures on it. And I think I need to do that again because as a kid, I thought yeah. it was so cool, cool. to have 
a hat with signatures, but in looking at it now, a lot of the signatures that are still there were markers and not pens. So like that, we're onto something here with these Sharpie things. But now yeah. that you know what, I have a hat that I think I'm going to get some characters to sign. Do it. A new crusade. Anyway, so um, in terms of writing utensils here, if you're at Animal Kingdom as an example, and you're doing the Wilderness Explorer thing, like they give you a small pencil, don't don't use that. Right? It's not going to work. Um, again, I heard from yeah. some um, some cast who have worked in that area before. That's that's not the one. Don't please a don't pencil? use the pencil. Come on. Come well, especially it's like the mini golf pencils you know, I'm talking about where like, it's not great. Yeah. It's not great. So um, you want to make it easy for everyone, easy yeah. for you and easy for, for the, the character. And honestly, I don't think clickable Sharpies are super expensive. Maybe just run out and get a, get a few, maybe different colors, darker yeah. colors would be recommended. And it should add to your experience because all of those characters should be reacting in a way of like, what is this thing? Yes. So there you go. Mm. Use the clickable. Okay, this next one I think you gave to me because you didn't want to say this word, but I'm going to say it. Number six, have your autographable items ready to go when you're next in line. (laughs) When you're called over, it speeds things up. It allows for more time after the signature to get photos and kind of have more interaction. So basically what we're saying here is get the autograph like out of the way when you like first walk up and then kind of like have your time. So that way you're not being like, you know. Because at the end, it's like if you're spending all your time talking to them and then they're like, okay, like we need to move on. Then yes. you're like, oh, I didn't get my book signed. And it's like this awkward. It's a dance. You know. they, they got times. Yeah. That and like you don't want to go up to them with the book not open because you're trying to find an empty page if you're what you're using is an autograph right. book. But whatever it is, just have it out this way. You do it right away and then you get to enjoy your time with them. If that's yeah. all you want is just something signed, then you just keep going, right? Like, thanks. Yeah. And you walk away. It's yeah. not rude. Uh, did you was it the word autographable for you because it was. it's not was a like, word i don't think autographable autographable <laughs> just kidding i typed it and autographable it put the red squiggles under it when i typed it i was like but <laughs> but everyone knows what i'm saying here anything that can be autographed that's not how you that's not how is it not a real word <laughs> i don't think it's a real word but, uh, but you know what, what is shakespeare the word, made then? up words what's the word for that well you would just say like have anything out that you want to have signed but that's very wordy yeah. so i put it as autographical yeah. autographical no, auto- autographable. Autographable items. Yes. Have your autographable items ready to go when you're next in line. See, that sounds very proper. I would be like, oh, thanks, British lady. I'm going to have my stuff out. <laughs> thanks, British lady. Number seven. Lucky number seven. It's okay to be upfront and tell the character that you want just a photo. Mm. In other words, it's your time. Do what you want. Get out of the experience what you want to get out of it. If you just want a photo... And don't necessarily want a long interaction where you're having to worry about what you're, what you're saying, what they're saying or doing. It's totally okay to mm. say something simple when you walk up, like other than like, hello, maybe. Um, can yeah. we take a photo with you? Mm. And then, you know, you take a couple of photos and you think, thank, thank you so much. And then you can just keep going, right? I feel like when you then, ask the question, yeah, <laughs> bye. When you ask that question, it just makes it like, okay, you're getting right to that point. And that's totally okay. You're allowed to just want a photo. We want like everyone. We want everyone to be happy in this scenario, right? So, as the as the guest, if you just want a photo, just take the photo. Take the just and take move the photo. Along. Jeez. Take the photo. All right. Just take the photo. All right. Number eight. Dress up like the character or bring an item of flair. So if you're nervous about uh, if you're nervous about breaking the ice, you can bound in quotation marks there, like the character pointed out. So we're gonna take a quick little detour here on bounding. It took me a while to figure out what it means, but okay. Um. 
Do we all know what it means? No. So we're going to talk about what bounding is. Greg, do you want to take this one? Yeah. So it's it's a way for you to represent a character without dressing up in like a costume. So right. if you wanted to, let's say, bound as Donald Duck, you would make sure that you have on a combination somewhere in there of blue, white, and red, maybe a little yellow for yeah. his feet. A little, so like bit of, little bit of red. Yeah. You're matching the, the color palette basically of... Yeah of a character, um, you know, like a noticeable, like a famous mm-hmm. color palette type thing. And sometimes you get a little costumey with it. And sometimes you don't, but it's, it's just the colors. So like you can tell, um, and you know, and a, a character will probably pick up on it. If not, you can just straight up say, but like I'm bounding as you today, you know, yeah. and that, that's just something that's really easy to say. And it also kind of adds to your one. It adds to your photo. Cause like, you know, people who know what bounding mm-hmm. is, look at them like, Oh, that's so cool. They were bounding as a character and they got a photo with them. Like how, how cool for them. Yeah. And uh, it just adds a little bit of uh, excitement and a little bit of challenge, actually, if you're looking for challenge yeah. to your to your meet and greet, because then you kind of have to get creative about what maybe you do or don't have at home. And right. um, and you can bound as them. Some are more difficult can, than others. You can also bound wherever you want to. Doug's sister, she bounds a lot here, honestly. Mm. She'll wear like certain outfits and be like, today I am so-and-so. Yeah, and the normal the normal person wouldn't know who she is, but like we know who she is. So. That's a, if you know, you it's know. It's fun. That's right. You can you mess you can mess around with it. Um, the other part of that is that you can also bring other things with you. Um, so like bring a plush of a, of that character or like a lounge fly. Um, you know we're all about. Have I have have I gotten a clear photo of Nicole's Donald lounge fly? Oh, if not, yes. I need to post oh, one. Yeah. There's been so many trips where Nicole has gone to Magic Kingdom just to see Donald, and she'll be wearing her Donald lounge fly. Mm-hmm. And if Donald goes by like on a parade float. She'll um, like show the like she'll kind of lift it up to present it, not quite like Simba, right? Yeah. But she'll lift like her, it up to present it. You she's like, Donald... "I've had your baby." No, suck. <laughs> <laughs> Donald will usually like get really excited about it, and I'm sure I've, I post. I remember posting a video from Disneyland where Donald like was like kind of waving everyone, and then saw Nicole's lounge fly, mm-hmm. and like got really excited and clapping and stuff. So when we've gone up and done meet and greets, like actual one on one with Donald, uh, as recently as when we were in Disneyland in January, um, and I think. Yeah, we didn't bring it when we met the the great Donaldo, whatever he is. Mm. Um, oh yeah, here yeah. that wasn't with the lounge fly, but he like he went nuts for it, right? Because like mm-hmm. it's such a it's yeah. it's so Donald because they one. know you love them at that yes. point. Yes, and they'll like, you've pick spent up on eighty dollars on this backpack. You yes. must really like me. <laughs> well, to be fair, this one was from Amazon at the time. It was only sixty. That's true. That's it's true. gone up in price. But <laughs> anyway, so you know, I'm not saying go out and buy a lounge fly for every no. character. But what I'm saying is, if you have a favorite character and you have that lounge yeah. fly. You best bring that with you because that will create a moment for you. I will also tell you my latest and favorite right now is Kim, who our our buddy Kim, who's been making the oh tiny gosh. little she knits not knits but like crochets the tiny little characters. Yeah, you do mean and tiny. So they're tiny. They're very tiny, like I mean a couple inches if even that. And so when she was there, she like took a picture with like Pooh and Tigger and like had their little tiny things with them, and it was like I was like this is my favorite that. Uh, for the character meet and greet, she had those little things because they had to like, I mean, she had to show it to them. They're like these tiny little things. First, it's just incredible that she can make them because I don't even think my hands would work that way. Um, but yeah, that's like one of my favorites. That she And they were small. so she Here's an immature moment pocket. I'm going to share with everybody. So I, yeah. I responded to Kim's story that day because she was talking about how she presented oh. <laughs> Tigger she and Pooh with little tiny things. Yeah. So I said, so what you're saying is you saw Tigger take a poo in front of you today. And um, she kind of gave me the you how presented dare him you. with yes. a little poo. <laughs> oh, gosh. Poor guy. Uh, oh, she should have like put it on the, um, 
you know where the little uh, the mailbox is that says poo on it? Yeah. She should have taken a picture of that. They're so tiny. She did. Maybe she didn't. So but anyways, tiny. there's plenty of things okay. you can do. If you have like things that you like, it could be anything. It could be like a pin that's like the character. Just just some, present them with something. They re- and I'm not just saying like they will really like, especially mm-hmm. a, like a fur character. I've I've just never had one that was a dud. They've always gotten excited. Yeah. The only potential dud might be the Olaf one at Hollywood Studios. That's gonna be my 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 least favorite <laughs> character. <laughs> Anyway, did we talk about that here on the patch? That was on the patch. <laughs> we oh, did. Oh, y'all don't even yeah. know yeah, it was on how the great feels about that. That was, Sorry, everybody. Anyway, tip number eight. Nope, that's we just said that. Tip number nine. Be careful. Safety first. Make sure your little ones aren't running up to the character in a dangerous way. Um, you know, not like attacking or anything. Because don't forget, no. those characters might not be able to see everything all of the time. Mm-hmm. Make sure no one is grabbing at them or standing behind them. And the behind thing is important because some characters have a big old booty and they could accidentally <laughs> knock over a little one unintentionally. If you think about, I mean, we're just talking about Donald. Donald's yeah. got that duck butt going behind him and uh, well, he can't control that thing. It takes one little swing thing. to the left or right and your and kid's then, out. And boom, it's, yeah, it's lights out. You got a black eye with a brown eye. Like it's all bad. It's all bad <laughs> news. Gross. So just, this is a weird, right. this is becoming a weird episode. Um <laughs> Just be careful is what I'm getting at here. Just make sure we're yeah. we're respecting the space of the character. And sorry, for your I own and for your own sake. Was that too much? I can't get past it yet. <laughs> it's spring cleaning season and I realized I have a problem. Yeah. And that problem is a ton of shirts oh, from yeah. the parks. Mm. Like like a lot. Okay. Mm, I don't too. wear all of them and I don't want to throw them away. So what can I do with them? Mm-hmm. And that's where Project Repat comes in. Project Repat is actually a company who takes your favorite t-shirts and turns them into high quality quilts. You can start with just eight shirts for a lap quilt or 18 for a big throw blanket. All blankets are made here in America by workers earning a fair living wage. Project Repat has over 31,000 positive reviews on their website. Can, can we get some of that? Some of those reviews? Yeah. <laughs> they constantly have deals on their site. You can join their mailing list with a special link so you don't miss out on the deals. Right now, there's a fun little prize wheel that you can spin to save some money. Ooh, we love a good prize wheel. Uh, yeah, you can find the link to sign up on our episode description and get one step closer to bringing a new life to all of your unused shirts. Let's be serious. We're talking about the Disney ones. All right. Are we ready for number 10? Mm. Are you ready? Yes. Hit me. Are you ready? For bum, bum, bum. <laughs> Britney Spears. Okay. No, what? Uh, if- That's Taylor Swift. How dare you Oh, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. It's Taylor Swift, Swift and Britney Spears. I don't know why I said Britney. So it's many Britney. so many in the audience, um, were just, they just had a... I'm sorry. We're about to pop off right. moment on you. It's Taylor. It is Taylor. Yes. I, it's been a long day. Okay. Okay. Uh, number 10, if you want a conversation or if you want to plan ahead to make yourself more comfortable... Come prepared with conversation starters. Yay. And now we actually have some. Yeah, we're to gonna share, share some. Yes. And this is um I'm excited to hear these because yes. I think they're gonna be helpful for me. So So I split these up into categories because I think they're important. So yeah. for meet and greets, this is where you're approaching the characters, right? Mm-hmm. But for character dining, that's when characters are approaching you. And I feel like there's definitely a difference yeah. if if you're not sure what to say. Like there's a that's definitely a different dynamic. So this first one was actually submitted by a few of you who basically have the same thing. Um, Elizabeth is one of them, and she's the one I quoted here. Mm-hmm. She had said, compliment the character's outfit, shoes, or accessories. And this is something we do yeah. so often. That's my go-to. Yes. I'm like, love your 
outfit. Love your shoes. <laughs> well, if you say it like that, would you say that like that to a person? I just feel so awkward. But the point I'm is, is, like I want to say more things, but I feel awkward in this moment. <laughs> well, you know what it is? I think it's because you know you're talking to a character, right? I know. Yeah. And that's uh, true. maybe the important thing is to remind yourself that you're at the most magical place on earth mm-hmm. if you're at Disney World, and like you know, you're you're allowed, if not encouraged, to act like a kid again, or at yeah. least act the way that maybe adults should still act these days, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. So um, compliment what they're wearing. And we do this so often, especially Daisy's kind of sassy, right? So like she's a she's great... She's the best. She's a great one like, to do it too. get over here. If you tell her yeah. her outfit is cute or something, she'll start striking poses with her, like mm-hmm. her hand behind her head and like, you know, showing off her shoes. And then I, I like to, to do it like... Um, I like to phrase it as like I'm hyping them up a little bit or... I'm being like a really positive judge on Drag Race about just talking about how everything is snatched. So yeah. I, I think I talked about it when I um, was on the the DVC member cruise when I was working on that that ship that um, Daisy walked by and I just was shouting out compliments at her and she kept posing and everything I was saying like I love your then dress, you, you I love your shoes. Snap. Yeah, you and I was do doing the snaps. the snaps across the room. You could also throw your shoe at them; they'll know what that means. <laughs> yes. Oh gosh. So again, I know we're just kind of like being silly here, but for yeah. real. Start out with something that they're wearing because that's, that's going to get a reaction out of them. And you know, that's all you talk about. Just take a photo right after that. Like, I love your shoes. Like, that's so cute. Like, what a great outfit. And then once they stop posing, okay, can we take a photo? You might have to take a photo right now. Like, that you can I'm immediately sure pivot. Too, I've asked Daisy many times what mascara she uses. <laughs> <laughs> She's got some really pretty lashes. She's got pretty lashes. Yeah. All right. This next one is submitted by Kate Renzi. Is that how you say oh my that? gosh! Yes, I was like Katarenzi. No, duh! Of course, it's Kate Renzi. Oh is my it gosh, Kate Renzi? It is. Uh, yeah, I thought it, I thought it was I, Russian or something. It's Katarenzi. <laughs> Do you want me to say it in the Russian accent? Ask about sidekicks and what they're doing today. <laughs> <laughs> now translate for everyone else. Uh, anyways, Kate says, ask about sidekicks and what they're doing today. So, for example, if you're meeting Belle and Epcot, you'd be like, "How's Lumiere doing?" Or you could ask about Cogsworth. Or maybe you're meeting Aladdin and Jasmine and you can be like, hey, what's Genie up to? Or like, how's Abu these days? What's he eating? Are you guys eating? Like, is he okay? Yeah. Um, <laughs> they're likely to give you like a more creative, like and fun answer that way if they're kind of talking about their like other pals. Yeah. So, which, dude, I would be like all over Mulan and be like, tell me more about Mushu. <laughs> yes. <laughs> tell That's me about the Chris. thing is. Tell me they... about little brother. <laughs> Mushu, Mushu. Mulan wants to talk about her world. Right. Yeah. Aladdin and Genie want Aladdin and Jasmine want to talk about their world, and really that's that's what they're there for. They're there to greet you, to say hello to you, but then also allow you to really experience who they are as characters. So Mm -hmm. asking them about their sidekicks is a really easy way for a character to start storylining, and you never know what they're going to say. I mean, I've had so many interactions with Peter Pan. Remember back when the character interactions were character sightings from a distance like this is yeah. like early days of um post-covid yeah. where you know we'd be you'd be standing outside of crystal palace and they'd be on like the the, on the uh like the porch or whatever yeah. just like from afar Waving. that's all we had right so you had to like shout things out you couldn't hug you couldn't do anything so that's i feel like when we got i'm gonna say good or more comfortable at having to mm. kind of draw them in or at least start a conversation or say something but i just remember interactions with peter pan because as you know peter pan has a very limited scope on life having spent mm-hmm. some time in neverland and whatnot so he'll often ask about like things like if he sees you take out your cell phone he'll be like what is that like yeah, that's and that's that? that's peter pan yeah. starting the conversation and you get to joke about that right and then he'll often like not know what you're talking about or you know he'll just he i would won't say he's probably like top 
five, if not top three character interactions, mm. popularity wise, I would say, because yes. the line for Peter and Wendy is always super always long, long and it's because he's always incredible at the mean greets. Yes. Always good. Okay, so let's switch over to some character dining. So this is a little bit different, right? So you're sitting at your table, you're you're shoving your macaroni and cheese from the kids section into your mouth. And you're eating your some, Mickey waffles. Yeah, some characters are walking over and you're like, oh gosh, I'm just trying to eat. But I, you know, I, I guess I want to see the characters, but now I'm not sure. The good thing is you can use the food as your starting point, as your conversation starter. I mean, it's it's low-hanging fruit, maybe literally sometimes. But if you're at Chef Mickey's, you could be like, hey, Mickey, thanks for inviting us to eat with you, right? Like, there's a nice, mm-hmm. simple thing. You'll get like this, you'll probably get a big ge- uh, like um, gesture response from mm-hmm. Mickey. will probably put his hand over his heart, like ice broken, right? And then mm-hmm. you can continue on if you want from there. Or, hey, Goofy, uh, if you're hungry, I can grab you some rolls. Do you want me to, do you want me to set some aside for you? They'll always <laughs> love that. They'll rub their belly. They'll pretend, to, they'll pretend to take a piece of food and stuff. And then usually if you're recording, you'll probably get something good at that. Um, at... Ohana, as an example, I was just was thinking of like places I've been to where we've had good, you know, mm-hmm. character experiences. Ohana breakfast is great because it's uh, Mickey, I think Pluto, uh, Stitch, and Lilo. And you may remember we when we went, Lilo wasn't available, mm. so um, we were joking around with uh, the like the 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 company line was Lilo was taking some surfing lessons, oh. and mm-hmm. Nicole instead flat out said, "Where's Lilo? We know she ain't surfing. Is she on a power up day?" <laughs> Um, which 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 was a 2022 headline for everyone if you don't remember. But anyway, yeah. so like maybe don't do that. But we definitely had we definitely had everyone laughing. But I'm um, asking something simple like Stitch is, hey Stitch, how's your surfing going? Right? Mm-hmm. Like you're still surfing out there, and like you know pretend to like surf and stuff. You'll probably get like a fun picture yeah. of him doing that and whatnot. Or <laughs> hey, the same Stitch, thing. Like, do you still love your family? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or Stitch, you must be hungry from all the surfing you've been doing. Do you, you want some food like that again? Going yeah. back to that joke of like I'm telling you, they, they eat that stuff we have up. Some extras left over. I can box and, up for you. They'll get a box. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's it might sound silly, but you'll you're going to get a reaction out of them. And it's been a while since I've eaten at Cinderella Royal Table, but I just was thinking like, you know, if you're around a bunch of princesses, mm-hmm. it's so like I and honestly, I'd be kind of curious about what this answer is. I just was thinking like imagine going up to Aurora and be like, Aurora, what does everyone in your in your family think about you getting to hang out here at Cinderella Castle? Because mm-hmm. you know, she has her own castle in Disneyland, yeah. but she's hanging out here. And um, when I said that to Nicole... why are you hiding out? Why are you hiding out in Cinderella's pad? Yeah, what you hiding, girl? (laughs) What you hiding from? (laughs) What's back at home? When I said this to Nicole, she was like, well, if I was meeting Cinderella, I'd walk up to her and be like, so am I going to find my key to the castle suite at my table or do you have it for me here? (laughs) Seriously. Um, Is it in your pocket of that big dress? Because I know you got pockets in that dress. What you you got in that dress? (laughs) What in Um, the world is in that dress? What you got in that dress? (laughs) So anyway, the point here is like just find find a way to say something about their environment. Mm-hmm. Just asking them, ask ask them what they did that day. I know that mm-hmm. might sound so silly, and this small this might feel like small talk, like that you don't want to do at work with someone you don't like. But if you were to ask Cinderella, what were you up to today? She'll she will stay right in her storyline and tell you what she did that day. She got ready yeah. for the ball. She put on a ball gown. You know, Jack and Gus Gus helped her. Like you know, what I'm talking about or Jack Jack yeah. whatever the names are. Um, they'll stay right in character and they'll they'll keep that that ball rolling. It's Jacques. Jacques, whatever. It's Jacques, get off my Jacques. It's not Jack. Jack. <laughs> it's Jacques. And uh, um, I wanted to to make sure we talked about, but just a couple of notes about face character face stuff characters. and fur character stuff. 
Yeah. So obviously face characters, you're going to be see their face. That's like just what we're talking about. They're a little bit easier to talk to, I think, and communicate with. Mm-hmm. So you can ask them more like more open-ended questions that they can respond to. But obviously when you're, you know, talking about fur characters, mm-hmm. you want to try to ask more yes or no questions because they can't really like speak to you so yes you have to be able to like they have to be able to answer questions easily easy by like yeah. nodding or using their hands um it's you know they're not going to tell you a story where a face character is going to like probably tell you a story yes and it's a bit of a challenge here because if you get into miming with characters you can have a lot of fun <laughs> like if you know what questions if you get to the point where you're comfortable and you and you figure out in your own world what questions gets them to mime with you. It's mm-hmm. such a fun time. Yeah. I mean, I, I remember in our Disneyland episode, we had a whole conversation with Chip. I mean, like a legitimate... <laughs> right, right. Chip told us what Where time he, like, Donald was coming out. Yeah, for a meet and greet. <laughs> and like we were able to accomplish that yeah. without without um, Chip having to vocalize anything. Because, you know, Chip's a little chipmunk. He ain't speaking. He's miming. Yeah. So um, right. if, if you're unsure, by the way, and the onus doesn't have to be on you, if maybe you're not sure... What it, what because sometimes characters are trying to get something out of they'll point to your shirt mm-hmm. they'll like point to something and if you're not a hundred percent sure turn to the character attendant they speak character yeah. they will be able to to oh, work it out. He's saying he really likes your shirt or where did you yes. get it or whatever. Yep. I will tell you nothing makes me want to cry more than when I see uh, fur characters that know how to do sign language to little kids that have oh like gosh. that yes. um, are hearing impaired and do sign yes. language. Oh my gosh. Like Every just time. make me melt. It's so sweet. Oh my gosh. Especially from when they're like up on balconies and stuff and they're like signing. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> like no one knows what these people are saying and they're talking to each other from far away. It's so beautiful. I just love it so much. So those were our 10 tips. And then yeah. the 10th tip was to be prepared. That's what everything we just talked about. So if you have thought of any tips as you're listening to this and you want to share with everyone, feel free to, to let us know. You can either respond. If you listen on Spotify, by the way, you can actually respond to these episodes. I, I just learned this the other day. Oh. You can you can actually submit feedback right there and we'd be able to read it right there within your Spotify app. Or feel free to send us a message or you know respond to the, the post for the day of this episode. If there's something you want to share and we'll share it out there. Um, if, if we uh, think it's a good tip. Got a few little nugs coming your way today. You know what song's been in my head all day today? Doug was like, please stop. It was the, nothing can stop us now. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so it was like, because <laughs> I was thinking about the Mickey voice, and I was like, but the yeah. new Mickey voice is like, nothing can stop us now. Oh my Anyways. gosh, it's like, Mickey, Mickey, are you here? I can't believe you're in this room with us. It's so different from, oh boy. Like, it's just such a different Mickey voice. Anyways, news nugs. Um, I have just like a couple of short ones. What You have a yeah. bunch, don't you? I have one main topic, but I'd like to hear yours first. Okay, so mine is just, we're getting a live-action Moana, everyone. Um, The Rock has announced it, did a really sweet video uh, from Hawaii with his family, like with his kids and stuff, kind of announcing it. He is going to be reprising as Maui, um, which I'm very excited about. And then um, Auli'i Cravalho is her name. I looked up phonetics. I looked up how do you say her name, and I watched a video of her saying it. It's Auli'i Cravalho. Anyways, um, she's reprising as Moana, which I'm also super excited about. Interesting. They haven't really released a lot of other information. Sounds like it's going to be coming out in 2024. Uh, the only other character that I'm really hoping 
um, sticks around is Rachel House, who did The Grandmother. I'm oh, really okay. hoping that she reprises her role as the grandmother because that's the only other, I feel like, main voice that mm. um, is very specific that I'm like, I don't know if anyone else could do it better than her. Yeah. So especially just like her singing. I know a girl who loves her. I-. Anyways. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I'm really excited about that. And I just thought that was a fun news nugget because we haven't, that's kind of come out since we last talked to you guys. Yeah. Because um, it's been a couple weeks because we had spring break 2023. Um, uh, yes. But yeah. And then Greg, you've got some stuff. So give it to us. So um, this isn't news, right? Because this this broke uh, last week, but mm. I wanted to talk about it with a couple of details because a, a bunch of you had asked questions, yeah. which means probably more than those bunch have questions mm-hmm. about this. So Disney did announce that the sales of annual passes will resume this month <laughs> with, <laughs> with um, April 20th being the date that it's available to all and April 13th, so the, a week before that, which is this week as you're listening to this, um, it's, it's, if you're listening to the day, the, the day it releases, it's, it's like tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> yes. But it's Thursday of this week. And that's when, um, tickets are available for purchase for eligible Disney vacation club members. Those are the members with direct purchase benefits. And, um, that pass that's available that day is only the sorcerer pass, which is exclusive to DVC members or Florida residents. So if you're a Florida resident, mm. but not a DVC member, you still have to wait for the 20th. So DVC members are getting their pass first starting on the 13th some just a couple of nuggets here some like sub nuggets of uh this news nugget an important thing to know is that disney is already advertising the idea that these will have limited availability that doesn't necessarily mean they're going to sell out on day one i true i actually don't know what to expect i don't me neither i don't think it's going to be on day one but i don't i don't know so if you're on the fence about it maybe make that decision soon so that if you decide that you do want to purchase a pass you're doing it on whichever day is your day, whether you are eligible because you're a DVC member on the 13th or you're in the, the group with the general audience on the 20th. Let's just hope it's not a uh, like Disney run registration situation where people are waiting on it for hours and hours yeah. in line. Well, here's what's going to happen. That's what I'm worried I, about. I don't, they don't think they've said this, but I'm going to tell you right now, there is, it's likely going to be a virtual queue mm-hmm. because even when signups happen for annual pass holders for Tron, the website switched and that area switched to a virtual queue because even people who are not going to buy it are going onto the website just to check it out, which I'm cool with being curious, but just know that you're part of the problem. And um, <laughs> most people, I mean, that's, I might be guilty yeah. for this during Run Disney events is <laughs> if they know it's going to be a virtual queue or opening up a multiple tabs, you've mm-hmm. got your computer, your phone, your other computer, your work computer if you've got one. Yeah. So like it's just driving a lot of traffic and the website's going to implode if there's not a virtual queue. Mm-hmm. I would also like to say that Disney is saying that the Sorcerer Pass, the Disney Vacation Club member exclusive one along with Florida residents, may continue to be for sale even if other passes have sold out, which is an interesting concept. Mm, So just know that that one, let's just say everything sells out immediately on Mm -hmm. the 13th and 20th. Just know that it is likely that the DVC Pass is going to be coming back more frequently for sale than the other ones. That's what they've Mm. said. Um, If you've already purchased tickets for an upcoming trip and you're wondering if you could put the purchase of those tickets toward an annual pass on your date, whether it's the 13th or the 20th. The answer is you should be able to, in the past, the precedent has been set that wholly unused, wholly meaning the entirety, not that, not that they've been blessed by the Pope, mm-hmm. wholly unused tickets can um, be put towards a future purchase. Um, just, just That's possible, yes. but I don't, you know, I don't think you can do that online though. I know mm-hmm. they recently upgraded the website to where you can, 
re, re like uh, change the dates for your unused tickets, but I don't think you can upgrade the ticket to something else online. So you might have to call. Sorry, everybody. It's going to be a long yeah. wait. Um, I will also say, if you're wondering about whether you can upgrade your pass, if you happen to be a Disney Vacation Club member, well, let's start with that category of, of people. Um, let's say you're a Florida resident, which, by the way, a lot of people who listen to this are a Florida resident, and you have the Pixie Dust Pass or the Pirate Pass. You can upgrade starting on the 14th to the Sorcerer Pass, and you can do that online. You don't have to call which is best case scenario because mm. the wait time for member services, by the way, when you're doing anything pass related for DVC, you do have to call member services. Don't call general ticketing. They're going to forward you over to member services. Mm-hmm. Super easy number to remember. 1-800-800-9800. We were talking about that, about how such an easy a number that is. Anyway, um, for all other pass holders, you'll be able to upgrade based on availability starting on the 20th. So if you have any of those other passes, but if you're out of state, you're really limited to the Incredit Pass anyway. Yeah, um, and um, may the odds ever be in your favor. <laughs> yes, good luck. Good luck to you. And remember, to if you can do it online, yeah. do it. Because waiting in the virtual queue is better than waiting on hold because you can walk away from it. You're not, you don't have a phone. You're not, you know, the, the hold music is fun, but not when it's like two hours long, right? Yeah. Oh, no, definitely not. All right, let's go back in time for some Disney history, things that happened this week. Of course, always brought to you in partnership with The Mouselets. Who just got home from their trip here uh, yeah, at Disney? They're already planning they had... their next one. They'll be there like they in May. Are. Yeah, something take like a, that. Taking Papa Mouselet, Mama Mouselet this time, I think. Oh, look at that! They got the whole Good gang. Stuff. Yeah. All right, I'll kick us off. I'm going all the way back to 2009 when Disney World's newest attraction, Characters in Flight, a tethered helium-filled balloon ride operated by Aerofile, I think it's Aerofile, a company mm-hmm. specializing in tethered helium balloons, continued its soft opening at Downtown Disney, which is now Disney Springs. Hmm. Um, it can hold up to 30 guests, depending on the weather conditions, and rises 400 feet above Disney World for a breathtaking view. Have you ever done the, the character in flight? You know, um, it's had a since changed its name because a new yeah. company owned it yeah. or owns it now. Um, but Basically, no, it's the you big know balloon in Disney Springs, everyone. Yeah, it's a big, I've gotten plenty of photos of it. I yeah. haven't done it. I haven't found anyone who wants to do it with me. I know. That I don't I can remember. think I've ever talked to anyone who's done it, so I'm curious. Wait, do you want to do it? We should. I wonder how much uh. it is to do. I think it's like 20 or 25 bucks or something. But that's not bad. I think that would be cool to do. We'll see. Okay, well, maybe we'll do it for everyone. <gasps> we'll do it for the do it for the pod. Do it for the pod. Anyways, 2009. Oh, it was my turn? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to take us back to this week in 1994. Yeah, yeah. When the Stargate quick service restaurant closed. Any idea where that might have been? Womp, womp. Um, is Epcot. that... Is it Epcot? Oh, in Epcot? It was Epcot, yeah. So um, it opened in 1982, which is when Epcot opened, mm-hmm. and lasted through 1994. So 12 years of service, the Stargate fast food facility. Mm-hmm. It eventually became the Electric Umbrella, which maybe you have yeah. heard of. And yeah. then now now it is no longer nope. uh, because of all the construction going on over there. But before Electric Umbrella, it was called the Stargate Restaurant. Stargate, R.I.P. Stargate. R.I.P. All right, everyone. If you like what you heard today, feel free to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. You can also leave us a review on iTunes so others can locate us easier on their platform of choice in the world of Disney pods. You can also follow along with us on Instagram or, t- well, not TikTok anymore, on Instagram at That Park Life Podcast. And if you want to leave us a question, you can do so on our Instagram highlight. It's Ask Bev. <clears throat> Excuse me. Bev. Bev. Ask Bev. Ask Beth and Greg to follow on our personal Instagram accounts. I am at the real Beth McDonald. And I am at the Disney Greg. And as always, if you want to submit a request for an episode, share a magical cast member moment, or just simply share some Disney magic, if you want to search 
keywords from our episodes to go back. You can do all of that over at our website. It's thatparklifepodcast.com. You can also submit a magic gram there. Did I already say that? Maybe I did, but well, did, you know, repeating. did you know that you can submit a magic gram on our website, <laughs> thatparklifepodcast.com? Um, lastly, if you want to join our lovely gang of Disney nerds, head over to patreon.com slash thatparklife to get our bonus episodes where we dive deeper into our lives, share some Disney secrets, um, and just some other fun, fun things going on over there. So since Moana has in the news this week, I thought mm-hmm. we would take a little quote, a little journey into the world of Moana, who once said... Quote. I've been stand. Oh, it's not that one. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> not sorry. that one. Different quote. All right. All right. Uh, quote. Bonding is not measured by the time you spend together, but by the comfort you find when you realize you have each other. Well, thanks, Mo. And uh, <laughs> thanks for hanging out with us this week as we talked about our tips for great character interactions. If you use them, let us know how it goes. We're curious yeah. to see how they how they work out there. So. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.